Brutus and Portia from Julius Caesar, Act Two, Scene One, by William Shakespeare, from the World's Best Poetry, Volume Two, Love, Part Two. Read for LibriVox.org by Craig Franklin as the narrator. Jason in Panama as Brutus. And Lian Yao as Portia. Brutus and Portia from Julius Caesar, Act Two, Scene One. Enter Portia. Brutus, my lord. Portia, what mean you? Wherefore rise you now? It is not for your health thus to commit your weak condition to the raw, cold morning. Nor for yours neither. You ungently, Brutus, stole from my bed, and yesternight at supper you suddenly arose and walked about, musing and sighing with your arms across, and when I asked you what the matter was, you stared upon me with ungentle looks. I urged you farther, and you scratched your head, and too impatiently stamped with your foot. Yet I insisted, yet you answered not, but with an angry wafture of your hand gave sign for me to leave you. So I did, fearing to strengthen that impatience which seemed too much enkindled, and with all hoping it was but an effect of humour, which sometimes hath his hour with every man. It will not let you eat, nor talk, nor sleep, and could it work so much upon your shape, as it hath much prevailed in your condition, I should not know you, Brutus. Dear my lord, make me acquainted with your cause of grief. I am not well in health, and that is all. Brutus is wise, and were he not in health, he would embrace the means to come by it. Why, so do I. Good Portia, go to bed. Is Brutus sick? And is it physical to walk unbraced and suck up the humours of the dank morning? What? Is Brutus sick? And will he steal out of his wholesome bed to dare the vile contagion of the night and tempt the roomy and unpurged air to add unto his sickness? No, my Brutus, you have some sick offence within your mind, which by the right and virtue of my place I ought to know of. And upon my knees I charm you by my once commended beauty by all your vows of love and that great vow which did incorporate and make us one that you unfold to me yourself your half why you are heavy and what men to-night have had resort to you for here have been some six or seven who did hide their faces even from darkness kneel not gentle portia i should not need if you were gentle brutus within the bond of marriage tell me brutus is it accepted i should know no secrets that appertain to you am i yourself but as it were in sort of limitation to keep with you at meals comfort your bed and talk to you sometimes dwell i but in the suburbs of your good pleasure if it be no more portia is brutus's harlot not his wife you are my true and honourable wife as dear to me as are the ruddy drops that visit my sad heart if this were true then should i know this secret i grant i am a woman but withal a woman that lord brutus took to wife i grant i am a woman but withal a woman well reputed cato's daughter think you i am no stronger than my sex being so fathered and so husbanded tell me your counsels i will not disclose them i have made strong proof of my constancy giving myself a voluntary wound here in the thigh can I bear that with patience, and not my husband's secrets? O oh, ye gods, render me worthy of this noble wife. Knocking within. Hark, hark, one knocks. Portia, go in a while, and by and by thy bosom shall partake the secrets of my heart. 
All my engagements I will construe to thee, All the charactery of my sad brows. Leave me with haste. Exit Portia. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.